Welcome, everybody. It's uh, it's another night in the Garudio. Special evening. Coming at you live. Coming at you live. From Garudio 1. Garudio 1. 1. In beautiful greater Los Angeles area. <laughs> California. <laughs> Fucking asshole. How you doing today, You Josh? explained it to me and it made sense. Oh, yes. pretty good, Ryan. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Formal introductions are over with. <laughs> we may now begin. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Welcome. It is episode 18. 18. We're rolling, dude. We're doing a good job. Yeah. We've been pretty good coming back. I mean, yeah, we've been uh, we've been back to our back to our uh, once a week schedule for yeah. the past three or four weeks. Yeah, we're doing yeah. all right. We're doing all right. So one of them doesn't count really because it was just two part. Yeah, but, but whatever. Yeah, we artificially made it. So yeah. hey, it, it got us warmed up. We got back into it. We're we're now we're hitting the bricks or we're hitting the pavement. Hitting the pavement. We're we're keeping it real. What do you want to do tonight, Ryan? Well, Josh, <laughs> let me tell you. Oh man. Uh, no, uh, I figure we're gonna. Almost a hundred percent of this conversation until we get sidetracked, like we always do. Yeah, is going to be about Logan. Logan. Yeah, <laughs> because we both saw it uh, last week. Yes, we saw it. Uh, Actually, not last week. Two weeks ago. Was it two weeks? I ago? was on vacation, unfortunately. So yeah, this oh, is oh yeah, this is a two week gap. Pretty yeah. soon it'll be a one week gap. So. Yeah, we're trying to close that gap down, but we're also just you know watching movies at at the pace that we can. And we don't be, catch all of them, but we catch And to be some honest, let's start here from the beginning. We're going to avoid major spoilers. Yeah, up front. We're going to try to avoid major but spoilers. But that being said, there will be spoilers no matter what. It's, and and you should go see this movie. This is basically a discussion. Go see the movie that is our review. So, come back after you've seen it. That's another reason why it's kind of 2 weeks later. Yeah. Kind of trying to wait, but like at the same time, like I was telling you what was it yesterday? It's like if you don't get what's gonna happen in this trailer, just just based on the trailers, they haven't been yeah. And then I mean, because it's it's this is not subtle. No, and they haven't and they haven't been, and that's not a knock on the movie at all. No, they haven't been sly about their marketing or their uh, interviews or anything. It's the last performance of these two actors as these roles. So exactly, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I wish. God, I wish like hell it was uh, the official end of yeah. the uh, of the franchise. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can keep stop. going with Deadpool because Deadpool's really not X Men. He's he's his yeah, own and guy. this wasn't really an, this wasn't an X Men movie either. No, it's so. not. It, but it is, but it isn't. Uh, it's it's its own entity. For it's sure. as much an X Men movie as the standalone character Marvel movies are Avengers movies. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. That's true. Unless you're Captain America and they just and steal then, all yeah. his movies, and then it's just yeah, it's Avengers. <laughs> it's just Avengers two point five. Yeah. Um, I I don't even know where to start, dude. Where do we start? But we got the we got the spoiler warning out of the way. Yeah, and the, and the, which I th- which I think is important, but at the same time, like I said. If you can't glean what's gonna happen, yeah, like you, 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 I don't know. Yeah, exactly. 
So, I guess I'll start, Josh. Oh, yeah, go ahead, man. I had, uh, you were pretty pumped for this movie. I was like, yeah, it looks good. But and I, I went into a total media blackout. Yeah, and I, even more so because I couldn't stand the trailers. Yeah, you hated the trailers. I, the songs, <laughs> and they were just... You are not a Johnny Cash fan. But uh, I went into this just like, yeah, cool, I'll probably enjoy myself. Maybe it'll be like, I'm like, at most, it'll be a Deadpool, hopefully. I'm like, but I wasn't expecting... Of the quality, not yeah. the same comedic. No, 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 no. Yeah. But is you know my enjoyment of it, and I and I and I I actually uh, came to over time came to love Deadpool more and more because at 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 the be- yeah oh no because we we talked about that because upon initial viewing we were kind of like oh, that was cool yeah it was pretty good yeah, yeah that was all yeah. right I don't have yeah. any flaws with it but it didn't wow me too much and, and then, then as time went on yeah as time went on I was like holy crap I really really liked that movie it's a uh, it's just another case uh, where the like we were talking last week with Lego with Lego Batman yeah they didn't set a tone and then they didn't pick a tone and then write around that concept they they wrote a movie about a character that had a tone some of this might sound hypocritical if you listen to the last episode but we do make we we did touch on that where 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 we said hopefully logan will be an example of what not of what you you should do do. you do it how to do it properly yeah Yeah, exactly so and lo and behold, that is exactly it was, what this movie is. That and more. It was that oh, and yeah. more, dude. Uh, this is uh, probably my not just my favorite X Men film, but probably my favorite comic book film of all time. Uh, I, <laughs> I'll say this: it's the best comic book movie I have ever seen. It is not my favorite <laughs> since the last. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> since the last one, but um, it's not my favorite. But I recognize that it is probably the best one ever made. And it blows me away. It stuck with me a couple of days after I saw it. I'm still about thinking it. about parts of this movie, dude. Um, I, dude. It's just... And it's, it's because it's not a spectacle. No, not at all. It's there, not, there's plenty of amazing scenes. Oh, but yeah, but, but they're not... It's not CGI. None of it is over the top either, dude. It's not... None of it feels forced. The violence in the film is totally apropos of the character. And, it's, and I was concerned when everybody was making a huge deal out of rated R Wolverine, yeah. finally. And I was like, He's just going to be oh, a murderous psychopath. Great. He's going to be a murderous psychopath. Yeah. And he's going to you know, unnecessarily cuss. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, and, but like, and it's funny, dude, because. Like from the word go, like the first line in the movie is him going fuck, fuck. Yeah, the very first. Yeah, I believe the first line. But is like, fuck. it's so funny because it's just like old grandpa being stirred from his slumber. Kind exactly. Of. Uh, fuck. <laughs> um, it's an annoyed man. Where we are with the characters in the film is everything's gone. Yeah. This is a very bleak film. It um, is, yeah. It is old Wolverine, and he is just bitterness and regret in one in what embodied. Yeah. Um. Like, dude, I, this is dude. It's so funny. I was talking to you about this last night. I was like, oh, "Let's do it. I want to talk about about the movie." And I'm just like, now that we're doing it, I'm just like, I don't even know where to start with the whole thing. Yeah. Because it's like it's. It was poignant. Yeah. It 
It was funny, dude, because I felt like it reflected the fatigue that we as moviegoers feel with the superhero film. And like 100%, if you are getting tired of superhero movies, this is the cure for that. Because like, like I was saying, it's not a spectacle. It's not, you know, action set to action set to action set with a little bit of plot in the middle. It is a very heavy plot movie. This is another case. It's not a big, bad, world-threatening threat. Or, or even or even just like, a, oh no, he has to figure out how to beat this guy that's doing the crimes or whatever. Or mm-hmm. he's trying to use the technology evilly or, or anything like that. It's just, it's... It's simply a story of a man, his daughter, his estranged daughter, and his deteriorating father. I wouldn't even... <laughs> I mean, no spoilers, but I wouldn't call her an estranged daughter, but yeah. It, well, I don't know how else to describe her. It's true, because it's... Yeah. It, there, <laughs> there's no... Yeah. There, there's no way to be a deadbeat dad <laughs> when, when you, you never know. conceived the when child. When you never conceived the child. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I suppose, dude, I'm trying to figure out how to approach the characters and stuff like that, dude. Because it's just, you've got so much. There's so much involved in it. You've got, like, Wolverine just regrets everything he's ever done in this whole movie. And he's still trying to do right by Charles. And just, everybody's gone but them. Exactly. And it's, it's really interesting because you have this case... Of the uh, of the 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 movie is so many different movies in one movie. Oh yeah, and it's like it's you've got the uh, the angry deteriorating father and the fuck up son. Like this isn't Cyclops trying to take care of Charles. This is the bad kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's still around trying to take care of the the you know and it's. It's interesting. That that was so interesting to me because it, it is just like it's like what I thought the judge was gonna be. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And uh and kind of just fell into like a Hallmark film. Uh the scene in the movie, one of the fir- when you first see Charles, and Charles is a wreck. Oh yeah. He is uh mentally incompetent at this yeah. point. He's uh it's Alzheimer's, I believe. He's having a dementia. Uh... Yeah, yeah. He's just falling apart, and you deal with he the movie. He has a degenerative brain disease, yeah. basically, and which could be any number of things. Yeah, but, exactly. But when you see him, he is in a very, delu- like, um, not delusional, a very um, confused, yeah, he was just confused, and yeah. Yeah, he didn't know what was going on, like, he's talking delirious. about, yeah, delirious, there yeah. you go. He's uh, he's telling Wolverine that he can't be there. He has to. They need him at the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And Char and Logan's just picking him up off the floor, and he's just like, "Statue of Liberty was a long time ago, Chuck." And just Charles looks at him in the face and says, "What a disappointment yeah. you are." And it just well, kind of said, "Fuck you, Logan." Yeah. He said, "Oh yeah." He said, "Fuck you, Logan." What a disappointment <laughs> you are, dude. And it's just it really sets the tone for what's going on with these two at the time, dude. And yeah. it's just, it is heartbreaking. He's a very, yeah. Um, Charles like, Xavier will make you sad through the whole movie. Yeah, and I liked Charles, and I liked... I loved Charles in this um, movie. I liked Patrick Stewart, did an amazing job. Um, uh, he lost 20 pounds, which is an amazing frail, feat yeah. for a man of, of Patrick Stewart's age. He, oh, yeah. he lost 20 pounds for this movie. Uh, it blows my mind that this is being touted as based on the old man Logan comic book mm, yeah, because 
This is the story that old man Logan should have been. Mm. It is so much more heartfelt and so much more deep and great. It's just old man Logan is a pile of shit. It's mm. you don't read a lot of comics, so you don't really know Mark Miller that well. Yeah. Mark Miller is to comics what Zack Snyder is to film. Yeah. If you can identify with that. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just it's it's obnoxious. Yeah. It is the 13-year-old's idea of what mature comic book telling is. Yeah. And this story is so much what that claims to be. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Wolverine at the start is just fucking a wreck of a person. He's just going through. He's Those guys are trashing the limo because he's a driver. He's he's working as a driver at night to uh, fund his and Charles's escape because he's trying to take Charles is out of control because his mind is breaking down he's losing control of his powers he's having seizures which shake entire areas like everyone around him in in the immediate area is affected by by his yes his deterioration and it's it's when you describe it it sounds ridiculous but when you see it it's actually very sad yeah oh yeah it's it it's just because he has no control over it. He thinks he does, but he doesn't. Um, so Logan's working to buy the what was it? The Sun, the the Sun Seeker, the Sun Seeker, which is this oh, yacht. Yeah. And because uh, Logan's whole plan is to take Charles out to sea, where yeah. no one can be affected by his problems, and uh, they don't have to be bothered by anything. They don't have to be bothered by anything or anyone. It's just going to be the two of them until. But. It's they're hiding out, but yes. it's almost like nobody really. They know they're there, but nobody really. Cares. Nobody really cares. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. Well, uh, we, yeah. That's when Donald gets into introduced. Yes. Uh, but uh, and Donald is the quote unquote villain of the film. Yeah, but there's no villain. There really isn't. There's just a guy who's a dick. Yeah. Um. And, well, there's a and corporation it's, who's a dick. Yeah, and it's not even like they were. Like I said, nobody cares about them. Nobody's yeah. even hunting them down. No, like they they know like eh, when they die they'll be dead. And who cares? Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, that was one thing I liked about Logan in the movie is he's dying the whole fucking time. oh the whole fucking time, dude. And, and, uh, they bring up very early on like you're sick, like you're being poisoned. Yeah, what is wrong with you? And yeah. he knows, yeah, but he you knows. don't know. Mm-hmm. And then at one point he tells you, but this is later on in the movie, and it's like an aside in dialogue, but it's you're so aware that he's falling apart and that he knows that when he just drops this bomb on you, you're not like, oh, well, that came out of nowhere. Yeah. You're aware of the situation, and then when he says what's wrong with him, it's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes perfect, and it explains so much of what else is going on with him in the movie. Like, his healing factor is just done. Yeah. He's old and he's tired. You see it working a tiny bit early on. Wounds that he would have taken in hours. Yeah. And the wounds that would take him minutes to heal now are taking him days. Yes. And I love that you, by the end of the movie, he's like fucking John McClane and Die Hard. No, he's just, he's He's not healing. He's not healing at all by the end of the movie. He's, he, yeah. Done. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I love when he gets out of the car at the beginning of the movie and the dudes are fucking with the car because he wakes up abruptly to these people trying to steal the tires off of his limo. Yeah. And he gets out and he's like, guys, come on. This is a rental. And then they shoot him and he gets up and he's like, seriously, come on. You know? Yeah, they shoot him again. And they shoot him again and then he goes batshit crazy. Yeah. 
And uh, well, he, he goes, claws and he one pulls, of them doesn't even come out all the and way. And I was going to say yeah. that, dude. That was my favorite part. He goes, all right, fine. And he gets up, pops the claws, and two of them pop out on one hand, and the other one just kind of goes, <laughs> and just stops. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even out all the way, dude. And then the, and another scene in the movie, he's pulling it out, and he's hurting him. Yeah. Pulling the, pulling, not just because he's pulling a blade. But because I th- I imagine that that's like the mechanism inside his hands, yeah. you know, the natural bones, the or bone, yeah, claw. Be like if a cat couldn't get its claw out, I imagine. Yeah. Um. And that was just like, like when you see it happen, you're kind of like, ha 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 ha, that's funny. But then you see the scene where he's trying to pull the claw out, but, and you just realize the state that he's in. Yeah, he drives from that. Like it's a little comical, and then it dry. He drives from that moment in the film, the introduction into what life he's been living. Yeah. And that's when things get a little ugh. Uh And uh, a character from Apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse, which I don't, we can't remember if we talked about or not. You know what? I think I finally figured it out. I think it, I think we did talk about it in the Lost Episode 7. We probably did. The yeah. one that we didn't the put up. The one that we yeah. forgot about. We, we recorded an episode that never got put up. So We I should think do that one day. Yeah. Um, Caliban. A mutant with the ability to detect other mutants. Yeah, he was in Apocalypse? He was in Apocalypse. Uh, When they go to the underground, when Mystique and Nightcrawler go to the underground, he's the pale guy that gives them their passes out of the... Ah, yes, yes, yes. He sucks in that movie. In this movie, he's very, very cool. The only thing missing from his character is he doesn't talk in the third person. Because he's Caliban this, Caliban can help, Caliban can do this, Caliban will take care of Charles and all that. Caliban is kind of the uh, the housemaid. He's an albino, and they're in Mexico. They're in Me- is it so, Mexico or is it the the Texas like? No, they're lands? they're in Mexico. He goes through the border. He does go through the border. That's right. Because um, I thought they were outside of El Paso. No, they saw him in El Paso. That's what led Donald to him. Yeah. So he um, crosses back and forth for work uh, in and out of in and out of the states, the yeah. country. Yeah. Um, but uh, Caliban stays with Charles all day and is kind of the nursemaid. And he's just put out and had it. Yeah. He's just like, I can't do this all day. He almost killed me. He won't even talk to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just, Logan is the only person he will that Charles will talk to. And all he does for the whole beginning of the movie is berate Logan for being a total fuck up. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was interesting because this is something they never did in the movies, as I recall. They never dealt with Charles's promise, and it's in the comics... That he will try to tame Logan's base primitive natures. Yeah, it it just it seems kind of hypocritical, and I liked that about the movie because it's just like he's always telling him what a fuck up and what a disappointment he was. Yeah, when all Charles ever did was willingly use Logan as a weapon. Yeah, no, and, and I, I thought and that I know, was and great. It, and and yeah, there was a little bit of just him berating him overall, but a lot of it too was Logan being a dick to him. He was telling him like. That's true. Current that's, situation. That, yeah. He says, you know, like, like fucking, you like, hate like me. mutants. Are, yeah, mutants are fucking done. Like, yeah, we're mutants fucking, are gone. We're a fucking mistake. Like, stop talking about how cool we are. Yeah, like, you thought we were. You man. thought we were God's gift to mankind, yeah. and we're just God's mistake. Like, shut up. Yeah. And, and let me take care of yeah. you. And, and like, a lot of the shit talk was from that, but as he also does kind of shit talk him in general. He just kind of starts. He because Charles sets it off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. And it's just, it's this whole antagonistic relationship between the two of them. It's yes. so great. It's amazing. Um, but it's like, there's a love underneath. Oh, and yeah. It, and it, it's not just like, well, I have to take care of him. No one's going to deal with but me. It's 
there is a, and you, they, I'm all over the place. Yeah. Um, there is a real love there between the two characters, oh, yeah. dude. And I love that, dude. Because it's it's not that Charles needs Logan and Logan needs Charles. It's that yeah. they, they're doing this because they love each other. Shit, yeah, shit's going down and fucking Charles is the number one priority for Logan. And, oh, yeah. And uh, fucking, so many times in the movie, he goes back and picks Charles up. Yeah. And, there are scenes where, like... Because when I had first seen the amount of the trailer that I could uh, stomach... <laughs> Uh, um, I was like, oh, okay, so it's gonna be this whole like kind of dystopian for mutants thing, which it there looks, is a little bit of undertones of that. But it I looks was like, like a post-apocalypse. I was like, they're gonna be there the whole time, and then this is well, they actually leave that initial place where they're staying. Well, yeah, that's yeah. the end of Act One. Yeah, that's just it. And fucking, uh, and uh, so there are times where. He just has to tell people that it's his dad. Yeah, and it's just all, and it's always like very heartfelt. Like you know it's, what I mean? It's, yeah, they don't go the angle of just like oh, yeah. Lord. And then when Laura gets introduced, yes, you get this revitalization of Charles. Mm-hmm. Once again, his life has purpose. He's yes. going to save this little girl. There's a mutant for him to to teach and exactly. Yeah. And and that's where I think his need and desperation comes in, dude, because he's so. What about Laura? Don't forget Laura. Laura we have yeah. to get Laura. We have to save Laura. He plays an amazing. He's so. He great. plays an amazing, like frail old man for being for as old as he is. He's fucking witty and and full of life. But like in this movie, he kills it. Not only that, uh, he nails this old Charles thing. Like I said, he yeah. he's doing the old man thing where they're just like, oh, they care about kids because they're old and dumb. But like yeah. also, it plays into his character and how he's still a teacher. He was a teacher and, they talk and a about protector that. And, and it, a, yeah, yeah, a guide. Yeah, he was. A they guide. have a, a conversation where, like I said, they they're they're traveling. He works almost as an aged Jiminy Cricket too for uh, for Logan as a conscience. Yeah. Because he's constantly uh, when when the the farm when the farm truck goes over and they gotta help the horses and he says we need to help them and Logan's like no we need to keep going and he's like we have to help them yeah and he's like someone will come along he says someone has come along mm-hmm. so then Logan gets out and Charles does his brain thing and it's the one, one time, time he uses his power he has control yeah. yeah voluntarily he calms these horses down and they're all able to take the horses in and I really think that that family knew what was up yeah. I, I I don't think, you know, because, I mean, they all kind of looked and looked at him and looked at the horses and the horses were all calm because they're freaking out running all over the street and everything. Yeah. But, uh... <sighs> no, it's, it's... No, it's, it's just... It's just great. Every... Every bit of it. Um, we're, and I, it's funny because we're talking about the plot. We're not talking about the action. And I feel well, like that's fun. That's interesting in a comic book conversation, yes. film conversation, because this is there is the trailers present action, yeah. a lot of action, and, and it the, is and there and there is there's great action, but, it, but it's, it's so sparse. You feel it all. It's all necessary, yes. and it almost all feels like. Them trying to escape, they would rather not be doing it. Yeah, no. Logan isn't fighting because he fights. Logan is fighting because he has to. Yes. He doesn't want to. And um, well, uh, when they show up at the compound to take Laura back, because that's that's the main thing. This guy, Donald, uh, 
who works for this company called Transigen, right? I believe so. Yeah. He's the leader of a group of hunters called Reavers. And I loved the way they did the Reavers because the Reavers from the comic books were ridiculous. Like, these guys are just cyborgs. They've got uh, robot arms, robot legs, stuff like that. Uh, and uh, in the comics, there was a guy that was like a man on top, but like a tank on the, the bottom. bottom. It was yeah. ridiculous. And I, I'm glad that they didn't do that route. But... um. When they show up at the compound, because she sneaks into Logan's trunk in the limo, and now they've got her. Yeah. And Logan's like, what the fuck? You know, he's just like, you know, they, they know where I live. They they know this. We have to go now. Yeah. And uh, they show up, and there's this whole... Where was I going with this? Oh, about the violence and the fighting. There's yes. this whole... Avoid violence at all costing, even on the bad guy's part. And I love that because Laura comes out of the building after they sent a guy in to get her. And she's fucking just killed this fucking guy. She comes walking out, bloody. and fucking Severed head. Severed head, yeah. And uh, Donald is standing there and he's just so... Oh, Laura? L- Laura? Yeah. Laura? No. No. No, and then just goes back up. Everyone back up like that, and it's just like it's avoid conflict at all costs in this movie. It's and yeah. that was so interesting because it's always just like, well, now we fight, you know. And it's everyone was trying to avoid fighting that, and I felt like that was necessary because it establishes just how dangerous characters like Wolverine and Laura are. Yeah, and they even and they even had parts that were almost poking fun at over the top action. Yes. So like their escape plan was to like bust through the fence. <laughs> he dra- he floors it into this fence. And he just gets stuck. He just gets stuck and then has to drag the fence with them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that was it's, it. It's so funny. Yeah, there were, I mean there was a little over the top with the train, but it was like it was done well and Yeah. And uh, everything was very uh, down to earth um, action movie action, Believable. not comic book action. No, no, there was. Uh, well, There's Laura a, did a little bit of it, but she's so small that yeah, it made sense. It was just she's climbing all over dudes and flipping around them, and like you know, just yeah. using her. Like uh, one of the coolest parts is when she's fighting a particular character and is just on top of his shoulder and just ah, just into his shoulders. Yeah, um, and that little girl. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that little kid, dude. She is such an adorable little murder ball. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, and they didn't. And, and, and even though we're talking about like the violence was a little subdued, the action, whatever, the violence was done sparsely. But when it happened, they pulled no punches. No, you um, see, a, the girl gets fucking harpooned. And I was gonna say it's it's so interesting that it's rated R because of the violence. Because like I remember Indiana Jones and stuff like that, and nothing in this. Is worse than what I saw in like Indiana Jones and stuff like but that. But it's graphic violence. It's, it is graphic violence. Well, you do it, but it's like I don't know. It didn't seem like what I've come to expect when somebody does a rated R movie, where it's just like there's a cannon of blood. It's, it's just not. It's not gratuitous, like but no. it's still graphic. It's very gory. Yeah, you know, um, there's no like, quick cuts. Like they'll show fucking what it looks like to have somebody fucking have claws go through their go face. through their face. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they harpooned the little girl, I really felt that that was the uh, the most intense yeah. the action got. Well, no, because uh, they didn't go too far with the violence against kids. No, but that one bit was like holy. Yeah, shit. they just fire a harpoon straight at this kid, and it goes right through her shoulder. Yeah, 
and you watched that happen. Yeah. And it was just, that took me back that they did that to a, what, she's probably 10? Yeah. To a 10 year old. Just fucking, that they, they just, and it just comes out of nowhere. There's no playing it up. You nope. see him setting the rifle up, but it, and it's like you're saying, it's not gratuitous. There's just a harpoon that goes through this child. Yeah. And it's not like mountains of blood, just, you know, fountains of blood yeah. shooting all over the place and stuff like that. It's just, boom, and she screams, and there's a like a, you know. Yeah, they go full believable movie gore. Yeah. But they don't go gratuitous. So it's like, yeah. everything they did you're was not getting, like. I guess like, a way, you're not getting Saw or yeah, some kind or of slasher movie. Or Kill Bill or, or, Kill Bill or something like that. like that. Yeah, no. This is very realistic, like Jason Bourne, John Wick yeah. level oh, type yeah. of violence. Yeah, war movie. John, that's what I'm gonna say. War action movie. War movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's that, same that, Private that, Ryan. They didn't go. They didn't go. They didn't even go full Deadpool with it. I don't think. No, yeah, so. no, 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 no. Nobody got like their jaw cut off. And yeah, they were just like you know. Uh, yeah. No, it was, and it was like it was so appropriate. That's the thing too. It was just it was so satisfying, which is so funny because we were talking about in the last everything like, felt uh, impactful. But yeah, that was and that's the difference between like what we were talking about and it play and 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 and, and the violence and showing. Here's the thing, fucking when you have Wolverine and the other ones, and it's like sure he's pushing his claws into a guy and then he there's dies. There's no blood, but there's nothing there. You're just like okay, but this one. It actually plays into the regretful life he lived. Oh yeah. When you see, when you see him coming face to face with what he, he does affects people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You fully get that that would wear on somebody's mind when you are now seeing well, like it's that the full exchange. effect of fucking putting his claws that exchange somebody. between him and Laura towards the end of the movie where she he says I've hurt a lot of people and she's like I've hurt people too and they were all bad and he's like well that's something you're gonna have to live with and it's it's so dis- he is the worst father figure ever oh yeah um, it, it's literally the the last ten minutes. Of the movie, he decides that he wants to. He wants to help this girl. He wants to help the whole, actually help. The yeah, girl. this whole time, the whole time, basically, like you were saying, Charles was his number one priority, priority. and the only reason this girl kept getting helped is because he had no choice because Charles wouldn't fucking kind stop of a collateral about the damage girl. situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's interesting to watch because it and it doesn't even take over immediately. That scenario, because she starts taking care of him first. Um, I'm losing track of my thoughts. Like I said, everything. Um, I, like I said, everything in this movie was great, but not okay. There's one. I will say there's one major weird decision. There's, yeah, there's a yeah, and uh, it's not. It's not even really a spoiler because like it doesn't do a lot for the. It it affects the plot, but like we're not going to talk about that. Basically, it's the fact that mutants and X Men in this world now is kind of an odd thing. Yeah. Um. You know, they're like a time long past at this point because it's yeah. like twenty twenty nine. Yeah. So twenty twenty nine. I think they said it was like fifteen years. Yeah. Been fifteen years since the last one. Yeah. Yeah. They'd so, seen the last mutants. Yeah. Because all the mutants are gone. Yeah. Except for this new crop of kids, yeah, that you didn't, and they're know not, about. yeah, and yeah, you didn't know about or anything like that. They're 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 just they kind of 
show up. And they're not they're they're mutants, but they're not mutants as you would have known. No, yeah, they are so. uh, they are mutants on a scientific level, on a lab level, not a uh, not a birth level. Yeah. So um, basically, there's this meta. X-Men comic thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that and like it's kind of weird that they chose to do that. Yeah. Uh but I mean we were talking about like Iron Man products and how they how they fit those into the movies and stuff like that. But like I don't know, it it didn't feel like it worked in the world of the comic and that in the world of the movie. Yeah. And uh it it's just it's just a weird bit. It's just, it's like the girl has X Men comics, and yeah. that was a thing. And they talk about like, oh, this is all just made up, ooey. Yeah, and it's and like it, that, that part was funny, where he's just like, half of it didn't even happen, and I was like, yeah, it did. I, I've seen the other movies; it's yeah, all happened. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, so that was a little weird. But uh, watching the bond grow between everybody and. Uh, the best part of the movie is the dinner scene. Yeah, they're all sitting around eating dinner with this family at a farmhouse. Yeah, and also and and also that's followed by the probably the most comic booky of the of the action scenes. As yeah. Well, so. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and, uh, but so I, the, everything I, right there was just so. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, because it worked because it was just so crazy. And it, it was, was like, dude. It, came it dialed it out of yeah, nowhere, and, and it was it was like a quick reminder. That you were in fact in a comic book movie. Yeah, you know, uh, it was it was this whole bit where they just and it was just brutal too. It oh, wasn't God. it wasn't goofy. No, 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 no. It was a it little, was, uh, but I I felt but I kinda, liked it. Okay. I felt kind of bad about that family. Oh yeah, I was well, like because you know right from the beginning what's gonna happen. Yeah, and that's why. But it was so, like it was like a Hitchcockian thing where you know what's gonna happen. But you don't know when, yeah, and you don't know how, and there's a tension that's there, and it's and that was what was so brutal. That about was what it. was so great about because it. yeah. it's just like and so great. That's why the the dark, like because I would say it's a little dark and unnecessary, yeah. but like it 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 was perfect. It was like, what needed to happen as a climax because mm-hmm. uh, that's I would say the end of Act Two. Yes, um, it, it's and I just love. Because you never see it in any of the movies, Wolverine or X-Men in general, where one of the heroes is just gradually falling apart for yeah. the whole thing. And by the end of the movie, Logan has nothing left. Yep. Like, that one part... And it shows that... And it, and it really oh God, shows that, that like, he's... Part, well, well, and, it, and it really shows that he's not... He's like, I'm not a fucking hero. I don't think he ever says that. But, yeah. like, it's played up that, like, yeah. he doesn't care about the x-men or any of that no shit he is not saving the world and, he's trying to save himself and fucking there is a man who basically fucking shows him like dude you fucking suck you yeah. did this yeah like, yeah. yeah no it's just it's an it's an amazing movie all the way through it's a little long and it didn't feel its length it was no that was so funny i never it's like two and a half hours long yeah and i never felt the time I was nope. never just like, are we gonna wrap this up? Yeah, when's this part gonna be over? Yeah, you know no, I mean? no. Can we? Can we? And that's what's funny, dude, because you think like, to, I think back to another comic book film that had a farmhouse scene where I was yeah. just like, oh my god, are we done yet? Yeah, 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 uh, for sure. And then, but that was a victim of of several circumstances. Yeah, that that movie is just. Uh, I, I've just 
I I champion I champion for enjoying it for what it is. Yeah, but I fully fucking know that that movie suffers from so many faults. It's and, and it's this, it's sad because it's yeah. I don't know why they didn't. We're talking about Age of Ultron. Yes, I I don't know why they didn't just let him make his fucking movie. Yeah, like. It it sucks. They were just like, well, you so we yeah. put Thanos in and it. Well, so. I was gonna say, in a lot, in a lot of, and even if they did, I know there are still a lot of big elements that you didn't like. So yeah. no matter what, you weren't gonna like it very much. Yeah. But, um, but I, I, it, it, that it's just yeah. Yeah, we've been over it so fucking much. But uh, yeah. but you're right. Yeah, it had a down to a slow. It it did the slow down fucking farmhouse thing like. A, 400 times better. You know? Way, but yeah, no, I, I loved that bit of that movie, dude. And I just, I loved that scene where Logan just stands in front of the dad and the dad pulls the trigger. Yep. You know, like I, I was just like, like Logan knows what he did. He knows this is yeah, his Yeah, he's like, he didn't, he, I didn't save you. I'm fucking enacting revenge right now. Exactly. And yeah. you're going to be part of it. This has nothing to do with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, dude, um, and just that whole bit, just dude, that was that was the one for me, dude. It's just no. Patrick Stewart's performance in that part is the crowning part of the whole movie. It is the best part of the whole film, dude. Yeah. Him in that bed, he hasn't been on his meds, and he's pieced everything together, and it's so sad. And uh, I don't, um, and I, I loved that that was left a mystery. For us to figure out throughout the film what happened to the X Men, what yes. happened to the mutants, and uh, I don't know if you know this, but there is the script uh, called for every time he's dreaming in the film. He's uh, you're supposed to see flashbacks. He talks to Jean. You see the X Men. There's supposed to be all this stuff that was supposed to be in the movie. And uh, what what's the director's name? Um, Jerry. Fuck. Jonathan. Look it up. Um, he's I'll look a, it up in a yeah. He's not a big name. He's not a big name, but uh, no, he had the foresight to say no. We're gonna cut that out. Yeah, and it's just, and I feel like it did so much for the movie. Just seeing him go, huh, you know, like just like because it's just you know he's tortured. Yeah. Oh yeah. You go along on this ride where you don't know all the puzzle pieces. Yeah. You you know that there's a picture that's gonna be put together, and you get to piece it together. As you go, and it's the characters know, but you don't know. Yeah, and that's so great. And it's just like like when Patrick Stewart told him, he's like, "You didn't tell when Charles when Charles tells him, you didn't tell me." Yeah, and mm-hmm. I know you hate me. Yeah, and it was he said, "I don't deserve." I had a great night, and I don't deserve it. And I don't deserve. Yeah, this yeah. is the greatest night of my life, and I don't deserve this at all. I yeah. know what I did, yep. and it is just like I I I I got teared up. This is the first X Men movie that I openly cried in. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I fucking I broke down at that part, man, because it just it really got me, dude. And that's that I think speaks really to the to the quality of writing and acting that goes into this movie, dude. It's just it's not a comic book movie. No. Dude. It's so great. It's a character piece. Oh yeah. And it's so great. And it's I would love for the, and it it sucks because the takeaway from everything I've seen online and stuff is. We're ready for a rated R X Men now, and it's like, no, we're not ready for a rated R X Men. We're not ready for a rated R anything. We're ready for the quality of writing and performances that this movie that happened to be rated, rated R, R the story delivered to us. The story 
that they wrote was a rated R story. It's like, don't, like I said, it's the same with tone, it's the same with ratings. Well, yeah, if you're trying we're to about, write yeah. a rated R movie, it's like, no, that's the wrong approach. Fucking look at what type of movie this was and how they took the characters yes. and how they approached making a superhero movie. And if you want to adapt that into an X-Men movie, cool. It doesn't have to be rated R. You could probably write an amazing X-Men movie that has more serious at PG-13, but or it could be rated R. You never know. But like, don't stop taking the wrong lessons. Yeah, from you're these yeah, you're, you're learning the wrong lesson. It's yeah. not that it's rated R. It's that it was written well. It's that it was acted well. It's that it's a well. great movie. It's a great movie that happens to be rated R. And I feel like they need to start look the look at the movie and what it was about. It was about people that happened to have superpowers. Yes. It wasn't about superpowers that belonged to people. Yeah, there were only certain scenes that. Those superpowers that even matter that it mattered. There were superpowers. A lot of the best scenes are just talking people, talking yeah. story, yeah, emotion, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And this movie was just great. If it wasn't an X Men movie, it would still be fucking great. Exactly. Well, it's funny too because I was telling you I saw Mel Gibson's film Bloodfather. Yes. Which is like almost beat for beat the exact same story. It's old, regretful, violent dad. It could have been a mob movie or something. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 it did need to be of a, a, a you know, crime. It's so, it's, it's so funny that we were just like, you know, this is so real and so good. And then we're talking about how Dark Knight failed. Yeah, no, but, I know. but like the but problem. What, but the problem is, is that you're still asked to accept the the superhero elements in Dark Knight. Well, yeah, it was mixing. It was mixing real down to earth crime. Yeah. With a man in a bat suit. Yeah. Where this, no one had any costumes. Where this wasn't trying to be down to earth. It was still about genetic engineering super freaks. Yeah. And a guy who just was stabbing people. And, yeah. And, and a guy heal. and a guy fucking with this amazing power who's old and deteriorating now that can fucking kill an entire city. If yeah. Shit but but the thing was was it was about. The guy that could heal, and the guy that had mental powers, and the girl that could heal and had claws, exactly, and the uh, the the jerk with a robot hand, exactly. Uh, it was it wasn't about the robot hand and the claws and the healing and the psychic powers, and it, it wasn't it, it wasn't, wasn't about taking those elements and trying to make them real, trying to make them real. No, it no. was just that these real people had this shit. Yeah, it just took a story about character. It took. A story had these characters. This is what these characters were, and it made a story based on that. And like, it's it. It would be a whole nother hour podcast for us to try to break down exactly why this works for us. For, for uh, us. Yeah, for uh, for a lot of people. Yeah, I was like, um, well, no, no, no. But I'm saying as opposed to dark, because yeah, I'm sure well, there's a bleed over of people who love Dark Knight and love this movie, oh, yeah. and I don't blame For you. For the I'm same reasons, yeah. Most of our argument would be why would be us explaining what in Dark Knight doesn't work for us. For because, us, as opposed to this working. And it's yeah, yeah. for us. That's what yeah. people need to understand as well. Yeah. These are opinions. These are our opinions. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. And I, I, I don't fault people for liking fucking Dark Knight. No. I take it as... I, I jokingly talk about it because people are so passionate about it. It's funny to push people's buttons. Oh, but yeah. But like... 
but yeah, so I don't want to sit here and dwell too much on on. We don't have to, you know. No, we're not comparing. Yeah, here. we don't have to sit here and fucking argue our our beliefs on this. It's just, no, no, it's just. No, I believe it's, it's this just, did it's it a just lot that better. I found it a little funny that we're. No, no, and that's why I brought it up in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. People might call us hypocritical, <laughs> but we also do state in that episode that Logan hopefully won't be that, and we were a little bit, a little bit scared. Yeah. Oh, I was very, I was very scared about this movie because, like, and like, I was bringing up Bloodfather, and it's, uh, it is the movie that I thought Logan could be, and yeah. I would be okay with that, but it's just, it's one of those movies where it's action piece I, to action piece to action ex- piece to action piece, and you don't get as emotionally involved with the characters yeah so like when when the ends come you know you're kind of like all right i was expecting this movie to be like for me to be like all right that was cool this movie uh i liked the approach of this movie but that's not what ended up happening i really love the movie yeah and if it was a product of them taking a certain approach awesome but i don't think so i think this was just a solid script a solid idea good writing yeah and you know it wasn't based off of a tone or a premise or whatever but i was expecting it to be almost dark nighty where it was kind of like okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, okay and i was expecting to be like okay that's a cool and that's kind of how i felt coming out of deadpool i was like yeah it went well for them trying to make a comedy rated r comic book movie movie. yeah but then as i went on i'm just like no it was much more than its idea it was a great movie yeah and this movie this movie um, hit me right off the bat where i fucking forgot i was like i forgot what movie i went in and i forgot everything i expected and you know for me subverting expectations is my number one big you got me i was just gonna say that yeah yeah yeah. i know i know that you love subverting expectations Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and that's exactly what this movie does yes it uh it gives you just a great story I, and that's I the do, thing. But it, it still has the fun of wacky, of not wacky, but of <laughs> of the it's it's in there. It's innately wacky because it's it's because mutants. it's not real. Because yeah. it's not real. Because it's not real. It's fantasy. But yeah. um, but it, it it blends them so so very well. Where in the Dark Knight, like I said, my biggest thing is I didn't feel a good blend there. No, I felt. They were making a crime movie and being like, oh, also it stars a man in a basket. Yeah, it, it, it pushes your ability to suspend disbelief. Yes. And this movie, you never stop believing. Yeah. Like, like these are real people. Yeah. And, and that's why, as you put it, in jest, I like Dark Knight Rises more. Yeah. Because they never give up on even trying to make you suspend your disbelief. They just are like, no, this is dumb the whole way through. Yeah. And I'd like, I'm sure they probably didn't think it was dumb, but. No. Yeah. No, they were trying with that one. (laughs) They were trying to Dark Knight as well, dude. And it just, it just doesn't work. And that was why I hate Dark Knight Rises. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, dude, it just, it kind of makes me sad. It's bittersweet. On several levels. Yeah. But for me, it's just that... Like like I said, I wish this was the last X movie. Because, like... I know they're making a new one. And I know it's gonna be right back to X2, X1... At the same time, though, you don't want us to fall into that trap where now every movie has to be this movie. movie. Yeah, no, that's true. But I'll say... But I would love for it to be... uh, If you'll give me a minute. (laughs) Um... It to just be four kids and Charles. 
And then maybe one bad guy or two bad guys, you know, two at the most. And these, because like in X-Men Apocalypse, that scene where the kids go to the mall, <laughs> I wanted to go to the mall with the kids, not because like, I'm like, oh, I love the mall, you know, and it's the 80s. I wanted to see them, because those are the some of the best parts of the comics too, is when the characters are interacting with each other, forming bonds, being people. Instead of just like, oh, we went to the mall and now I have to use my lasers, you know, and it's it's like, no, 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 no. Don't breeze over that bit. Yeah. It's a, the strongest part of X-Men Apocalypse is Magneto and his family. That scene yes. is so heartbreaking. Yes. Um, Days of Future Past, when Charles and the Magneto plane. are having their conflict on the planet, just Charles and Magneto in general in that whole movie are the strongest parts of that, uh, Charles and Magneto. Charles and Eric are the strongest part of that movie. Just the way they talk to each other and just the tension between the two of each other and having to be friends again. And then at the end of Days of Future Past, Charles pleading with Eric to stop. Yes. You, know, you, you don't understand. We're trying to fix everything and you're fucking it all up. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I mean, and it's got the over the top. He's lifting the stadium yeah. and all that, dude. But, no, but like, And see, and that's what I'm saying is, is I agree with you on one end. Um, I agree with you mostly on it is such a shame, uh, a bittersweet because uh, the performance, not being able to see these performances of these characters in this way again, is yeah. gonna, it's like, oh, that sucks. But <clears throat> I also, you're like, now they're going to totally not do this again. Yeah. But I will say that hopefully they can still make an X-Men movie and take the right lessons and adapt them. And that's what my and I, hope and I'm, is, And I dude. know that you're like, that's probably not going to happen, and you're probably right. Yeah. But, you know, be a little optimistic, I guess. Um, it's just, this movie does what movies like, uh, like Iron Man 3 kind of promised in the trailers. I really thought we would deal more with Tony's PTSD and have some character development for him not being Iron Man for so long and having this mental crisis. I really thought we would get more of him falling apart and then coming back together as a man and then going out and doing the heroic shit. You know what I wonder about that? I wonder if you take the exact same script and have a different director do it if we would have got more of that type of movie. Yeah. Because Shane Black, that's not the type of movie Shane Black makes. No, no. He makes Predator. He makes The Nice Guys. Lot yeah. Of Scott. He, Lethal Weapon or whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, those are the movie he writes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The rights. That's what I'm talking about. Writing but, and directing and all that. Yeah. But it's and like, I agree with you on that. That That's... that's I wonder if in different hands, like maybe Waden, you know? Yeah. Because or, or, Waden does a lot of great character moments. Look mm-hmm. at Firefly. The reason people love Firefly is because of the character moments. Yeah. And the, the, the family that that, the, that crew is. And I would wonder if Waden would have handled it differently. Or, yeah, uh, But like this movie is what I was asking you that one day. We were, ta- we were in the car and I was talking to you about what do you think would happen with a guy that gets put in a comic book movie that doesn't typically make comic mm-hmm. book movies. Yeah. And I feel like this is the answer to that question I had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it's great. And, like, what's crazy is there was a time there where we're like, holy shit, anything like Marvel's got it fucking right. All these studios that have the rights to this other shit, they just fucking don't know where they're doing. Sony and Fox and fucking Oh, DC yeah, no. And, and then Fox delivers and then, two great comic and book And then films. Fox has just been kind of killing it.